Who am I? What is my identity? I am a citizen of heaven in Christ. Ephesians 2.19 says, So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household. Last week, as we memorized John 1.12-13, we embraced the truth that we are a child of God in Christ. We discussed how that puts us in a place of belonging. Knowing you belong to the God of the universe, that He is your Father, not just the Father of the world, but personally your Father, well, that is incredible. The good news that follows this week is definitely an extension of that. If we are a child of God in Christ, it would certainly make sense that we are also a citizen in His kingdom. And as our verse says, that makes us part of His household too. Let's dig into this a little bit. It begins with, so then. You know, our verse this week is in Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2 is a very clear description of the gospel. I would encourage you to read the whole chapter if you haven't done that yet. In Ephesians 2, you'll find a description of all that God has done for every person in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, making it clear that the gospel is for both Jews and Gentiles. And verse 19 is a clear word picture of one of the many benefits that all receive when they embrace that true gospel. So then, it says, well, so then what? So then you are no longer strangers and aliens. You know, this rings true with what we discovered last week. We belong. We aren't a stranger to God. We aren't an alien in his kingdom. We belong to him and we are privileged to be with him. We're not left on the outside somewhere. But there is more to this so then beginning. It's not just about what we're not, meaning we're not strangers and aliens, but it's about what we are, who we are. It says, but you are fellow citizens with the saints. This is another statement of belonging, that we are a fellow citizen. You know, when you're a citizen of somewhere, not only do you dwell there, but you have ownership space there. I also love the word fellow in this verse. It implies that there is equality in this kingdom. There's no rank of nations, no rank of spirituality. See, all this goes along with what Ephesians 2 is about, meaning that there's no distinction between Jew and Gentile. And so we're fellow citizens here. The walls have been torn down. We all have an equal place. We all belong as believers in the gospel. There's a song I heard one time that says, the ground is level at the foot of the cross. I think that's another way of saying we are fellow citizens with the saints. We all belong there. There's another thought as well, though, about being a citizen. When you are a citizen, you have rights and privileges. I think we'll find even more understanding about this statement as we dig into the last phrase of our verse this week that says, and are of God's household. You are of God's household. I was thinking about that phrase this morning as I was out for my morning run, and God opened my eyes to something that may help us to have some understanding of all this means for us. He gave me a picture of what it really looks like to be of God's household for us as his children, as citizens in his heavenly kingdom. Track with me here, if you will. You know, about six days a week, I leave the house quite early to run or walk a few miles. This is also my prayer time where I talk talk life over with God. I lift up praises and concerns and hopes and dreams. I intercede for my family and friends and just pour it out to the Lord and try to listen to Him as well. 
Now, don't get too impressed with this because it usually takes all the gusto I have and then some, plus a, a really big push from the Holy Spirit to just get me out the front door. But once I am out there, I am so glad that I am. Hold that thought and think about this too. Have you ever been invited to visit someone who lives in an amazing house? I'm talking like incredible places here. Personally, I've gotten the opportunity to go to a few places like that, a few homes like that. Now, if you have as well, you know that feeling you get when you walk in the door and you take it all in. You see the benefits of this amazing place, the beauty, all the amenities, and you start to wonder what it would be like if you lived there yourself. But you know that you don't. You're just a visitor passing through and you know what your house looks like in comparison. So let's think about these two thoughts together. The whole being outside to run in the morning time and these amazing houses. They are going to work together for a thought. You know, most mornings I wake up with a lot on my heart and mind. It's like the enemy assaults me first thing in the morning with every wrong thing he can think of, trying to get me in a whack before the day even gets started. And it can leave me feeling like I live in a shack somewhere off in a barren land. And sometimes life just feels like that, doesn't it? But then the Holy Spirit gets me out the door and I look up at the sky that's just breaking open, usually with pink light amidst the clouds, and I get perspective. I realize that God's world is much bigger than my little shack, where all I can see is my little stuff. See, there's just something about being outside, seeing what God created, what He called into existence, what He watches over and rules over, and knowing, really, I don't live in a barren shack. I am a citizen of His kingdom. That's where I live and dwell. And I know the maker of this amazing place by name. He is my Father. I look up to the heavens and I, I, I know that I am a citizen of His kingdom. And it helps me catch my breath and gives me strength for the day. See, if I am a citizen of God's kingdom, if I am of God's household, then I belong there. And here is this amazing dwelling place of God Most High. And He says, I'm a citizen there. I'm not just visiting. I'm not just getting to look around and ooh and ah. I belong. And because I belong, I can make myself at home. You know, when you are of the household, you have certain rights and privileges, do you not? If you are of the household, you can get whatever you want out of the kitchen. You know the owner of the house by name. You hang out with him. You rest there. You work there. You take part in the responsibilities of that house. You benefit from the blessings. You have relationships there. You plant your life there. Now, how does that translate into being of God's household? Well, there's always plenty of spiritual food for you, and you have access to it. You know the owner of the house by name, and he knows you by name. You can grow, go into his throne room at any time and just talk to him. You can crawl up into the amazing resting place of his love and care. You get to participate in his work. You have responsibilities to do your part too. Any blessings of that house and kingdom, things like love and joy and peace and righteousness and oh so many more, they're yours. This household and kingdom are where you build your relationships. And in essence, your life is at home there. I don't know about you, but this is good news for me. I am so glad this is a part of who I am that God tells me this in his word. 
See, as I memorize this verse and, and therefore meditate on it as I do, it refreshes my soul. Because this world and the cares of it can sure take a toll. But to realize we are a citizen of a different kingdom and to know that we belong in the amazing household of God and all that that means, well, when I remember that, it truly changes things for me. So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household. In Christ, we are a citizen of heaven. It is our identity. Make yourself at home. Make yourself at home.